Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Sandra. Hello. Are you ready? No. For the greatest blockbuster that has ever hit films. (laughs) The Warrior and the Sorceress. A tale of a man with uh, potentially magical powers. Mm-hmm. He has swords and he fights monsters. Uh, 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 he goes around uh, saving villagers. Well... And he's questing for uh, 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 a female of unbeknownst magical power. Mm. Does this plot line... Sounds similar to you. This sounds this sounds like the movie A Fistful of Dollars, which is more of a western. I was talking about The Witcher. Um, oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, The Witcher, uh, Witcher, great, great franchise. Um, but instead, we did a different film. Oh. We did a better film. I would say. Well, there isn't a Witcher film. That's the exactly. Thing. So it wins by default. <laughs> it does technically win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Warrior and the Sorceress, the greatest film to ever hit cinema. Ugh. I'm Sandro. This what? is Zach. Hello. And this is Holy <laughs> by Goody, the show where we review uh, movies uh, from 1984. And we decide if they're oldies or goodies. This week, we're doing The Warrior and the Sorceress. As I explained, it's The Witcher. Just better, though. Mm. <laughs> Look, I've I've watched a lot of uh, very cheap, very garbage-made, potentially creepy movies like this. Particularly mm. fantasy movies. And this is one of the worst. Like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm definitely going to say this was so bad it was good for me. Yeah, I think it was on that level at it times. Was... For the majority of the movie, it was so bad it was good. Uh, for for me, for me personally, I enjoyed it a lot because of how just blatantly bad it was. <laughs> it was I'm pretty sure the main actor was drunk for the majority of yeah, this movie. What, the, the main actor at the very start does like a western, like main character like they squint off into the distance yeah his face has a punchable quality oh definitely that i definitely felt whenever he like grimaced he was like grimacing a lot and i did not like it yeah he was really bad uh he was he was he also was like half balding which definitely (laughs) made him less of a a sexy main character that's for sure yeah yeah. Oh, wow. oh, there's so much in this movie that I'm just like, what? Why? Why did they decide that? Well, he was pretty popular at the time. I'll, I'll get to why, but like he was like he was an aging TV star, and and he wanted to make movies, and this is the only thing that would book him. He he did have that vibe of he's done stuff before. Yeah. But not this stuff. Yeah. 
I personally loved how none of the female characters wear clothes. That was so wow. Except Sandro, you told me that this was a porno. So... And none of the characters got it on. Well, I was severely disappointed. Well, well, yes indeed. I, yes. The internet lied. The internet Ooh. lied. The internet it, lied. What? The internet's never done that before. We, I thought this was, yeah, gonna be a little bit, a little bit steamy. Yeah. But no, no, it's just, it's just a lot of nudity. We've had steamier films <laughs> that, that we've watched. It had a lot of Tartars. It had more than the normal sum. Yes. Of Tartars. Um, there's one, there's one scene that could be vaguely, I guess, pornographic, which is... Well, she does penetrate him. Some, yes. Well, oh yeah, that does happen. But also <laughs> when, but also when, uh, someone's drowning and you just watch someone drown. That's oh, kind yeah, of in no, that. Oh yeah, no, that was, that was horrifying. Yeah, that's kind of in that, uh, in that spectrum of movies, I guess. That's why, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's more of those Witcher vibes I was getting. It is a little bit like that. Except in this, it's just... <laughs> disgusting and creepy uh can i can i give a shout out to fat bald bad guys yes he, yeah i love them i love them so much oh god the bad guys were so funny at how just dumb he was definitely banging that crocodile mm? yeah snake crocodile thing i don't know what it was it gave, it gave me snake vibes more than crocodiles um, but yeah, they were getting it on, and that's beautiful, Sandro. It was. Their relationship was beautiful. The plot's also kind of complicated. Like, it's not complicated, but there's just a lot. I, okay, so there's a lot of things in this movie that actually hit me very well. Okay. One, a complicated plot that isn't, like, painstakingly explained. That's true. I've gotten so sick and tired of films just explaining things that when a film doesn't, I just appreciate it. This film, by not putting in the effort to explain it to me, made me enjoy it more, which is funny. I... Because it's, it's hmm. like, I think they should have explained things, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I liked that they weren't actively telling you what was going on. The hmm. thing, and I think, again, yes. this makes it so bad it's good, that they never hmm. explain any of the fantasy jargon they use. Like, well, yeah. you're the dead king in the cruel castle, oh, and you've got yes. the magellic sword. That. You see, that's the bit I loved! <laughs> Sandro, I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed this film a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching this film. Uh, laughing at all the, like, <laughs> terrible scenes. And then all the just fantasy jargon, I was like, hell yeah, this is my jam. The fantasy jargon was very funny. I feel like you got out yeah. of this what I got out of Murder Rock. Yes, yes, absolutely. This is exactly, like, my sort of Murder Rock. <laughs> Except for that drowning scene. That was... Literal murder rock at that yes. point. That was literal, mm. potentially kinky murder rock. All right. Well, you picked this from two other options. Those two other options were the brother from another planet, which is about an alien called the brother who hides on Earth as a mechanic. That sounded cool. On the run honestly. from a home planet. It does sound all right. It looks pretty good as well, actually. It looks like a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then there was also Nothing Lasts Forever, which is a sci-fi comedy that was meant to come out uh, this week, but then got... Pulled from the schedules uh, and, mm. and never really got released except on TV once and heaps of people recorded it, which is why we can watch it today. Huh. Uh, it's about an artist who has to go to the moon to spread peace. <laughs> uh, Wait, and it wasn't released? It was never oh, released. And Bill Murray's in it and Dan Aykroyd what? and the kid what? from Gremlins. That's... And- what? It's like a Saturday Night Live movie. Yeah, it looks Man. really good. And we didn't watch that. We watched this instead. 
Yep. <laughs> nice. The Warrior and the Sorceress. We have to go back and watch that one. That that should be added. We should add that one to the list. It's also like not even an hour and a half. It's also super short. That does sound like a great TV movie that they'll put on. That's true. It sounds uh, like that it was built to fail yeah. and go onto TV. So this was uh, released September seventh. It's co-written and directed by John Broderick, who uh, is best known for doing a lot of low-budget underground movies in New York before he became mm. an editor. And he earned an Oscar nomination as an editor because he worked on The Exorcist. Mm. Which is a very good movie. I've heard of that movie before. I think I think that one might be popular. I think it might be a good. One? I don't know. I, uh, I, we haven't reviewed it yet, so the jury's out. That is true. Could, uh, be, a, could be an oldie. We never, we never know. I'll tell you what definitely sounds like an oldie is a movie in the 70s that he directed called Six Pack Annie. Um, <laughs> Six Pack Annie! Yep. <laughs> the taglines are please, please. awful. Go, go. All right, here's one of them. She's got the boys glad and the sheriff mad. She's too young to care and too fast to catch. <laughs> and my personal favourite. Look out. She's legal now. She's out to tear the town apart. Wow. It sounds Whoa. absolutely awful. Okay. So when you said six-pack Annie, I imagined Annie, but just, you know, the movie Annie about the orphan? Oh, yeah. But ripped. Oh. No, it's more like she's just an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Because I would see a movie where it's just Annie, but she's ripped, and she solves her problems by being ripped. Mm. Like, instead of, you know, the the guy, the rich guy getting a conscience and, like, adopting her, it's her threatening to, like, rip his face off. Ooh. And he's like, sure, I'll adopt you. That would be, I'd watch that. That sounds that. amazing. Sorry, continue. So yeah, he directed that, then he directed this. He also edited this movie, uh, kind of, because he quit during post-production, which is why Oof. the editing is real weird at the end. Oof. For the cast, we've got David Carradine as Kane, the warrior. His name is Kane, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that on all the things as I was searching, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a name. Yeah. But everyone refers to him as like, oh, what do they call it? The Dark One. Yeah, the dark one. Yeah. I called him the Holy Warrior in my notes because that's what yeah, yeah. He was called. He's also top. the Holy Warrior because that's what he is. Yeah, he's the last. He's the last Holy Warrior because they all died apparently. Uh, funnily enough, this follows a, a plot line of several games before the last sort of Holy Warrior. Never heard of that before. So he was pretty popular during the seventies for a TV show called Kung Fu, uh, which is the sort of show you'd watch on Seven Mate. And be like, yeah, oh boy, wow. never watching that again. What? Uh, is, wait, so he d- did kung fu? Yeah, so it's so he's a monk, I think. Mm, that would explain the balding hair. Yeah, and the he like hairline. He escapes to America and is just like a bounty hunter or something. Uh, sounds cool. Does kung fu? Uh, looks it. It looks awful. Was it popular? Uh, for a time. I don't know. I think it got nominated for a bunch of Emmys. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. It's, like, technically a Western as well because it's yep. inspired by, like, old I West I knew stuff. it. Uh, they're rebooting the TV show. It's coming back next year. Really? On the CW by the guy that brought us The Flash and Arrow, and it actually stars an Asian cast, so that's progressive. <laughs> um, Oof. Uh, David Carradine, he was also in Kill Bill. 
um, as well as like a hundred B movies. He's in a lot. He's done a lot of films. Uh, I've got a production note here, a bit of a fun fact about him, if you will. Before production started, he was having a quote unquote discussion with his girlfriend and he punched a wall and fractured his right hand. So to conceal nice. the plaster on his hand, he wore a black glove. Ah! So that's why he's wearing a glove through all this. Hey, I didn't notice it. Can we talk about his costume for a second? Because... Why, what's the problem with it, Sandra? There's nothing necessarily problem. wrong with it, but that's what a lot mean? of thigh. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So I was thinking of, like, what's wrong with this costume? I don't remember anything that he was wearing. Oh, it's the stuff he's not wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of the guys didn't have, like, thigh work. Like, that, the, the, um, not the general, what's it, the head of the guard or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing, like, underpants the whole movie. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's, like, his thing. He's, he's, he's a sexy boy. I mean, yes, it is weird why he's so wrapped up but just doesn't have pants and just has, a, just, like, legs. You do yeah. see, like, close-ups of his thighs. There's a lot. In, like, battle scenes. The only other cast member notable enough is Maria Skosas, who plays Naja the Sorceress. Uh, she's mainly known for doing these sort of, like, sword and sorcery movies. Um, a lot of the ones that were filmed in Argentina, she was involved with them. This is a quote from David Carradine referring to the director. He said the director was, quote, obsessed with the body of the actress who played the sorceress so he personally made sure all of her outfits were topless wow so that's creepy what a guy that's a little weird because the rest of the cast were unknowns i have filled the rest of this section with fun facts okay fun facts let's let's hear some fun facts all throughout this movie when i was watching it i was going hey i've seen this scene before Mm. and i was going i've seen that fighting scene before or i know that actor in this role wearing something very Mm. similar like this like all throughout this movie i was having deja vu and i didn't know why so i looked Mm. it up and a bunch of the scenes where the warrior is fighting guards and stuff was um was also used in another movie they took those scenes and they put them in another movie what? From 1985 called Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2. No. They just cut the scenes out of this movie and they put them in that one. What? Yep. How would that work? It doesn't. That movie is very jarring and very strange. There's an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on uh, Netflix where they do a commentary to Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2 and yeah, you can see scenes from this movie in that movie. Wow. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. That's actually bizarre. So they'd have they'd be like, okay, the main character suddenly puts on a black hood and robes and stuff, and as he's doing so, these these guards, which we haven't seen before, they they show up. Oh, he's got to fight them. <laughs> yep. Cut to this wow. movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. That movie also stole scenes from another movie as well, uh for what? the the female Wait, lead. All of the female so they lead just scenes were... stole scenes to make a film. Yeah, it was basically the original Power Rangers show. They just 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 took fight scenes out of context. Wow. But but I think they were all produced by the same person, so it was technically legal. Oh right. So it was it was made by the same thing. They just made a lazy ass film. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Ah, oh. The other fun fact is, and this is a very fun fact. Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> an important fact, you would say? Yeah, very important for the context. A vital fact for this uh, the, movie. One of the most important parts of this movie. This is All a right, fun fact. I'll calm myself, it. prepare myself. <sighs> vital fact. Listen, go through, read the whole thing. Please I will. Do. Unlike other bigger-budget movies such as Total Recall 1990, <laughs> this movie features a woman with anatomically correct multiple breasts, in this case, four. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fun facts. Wait. Wait. An- anatomically correct how? As in, like, they're just in the right place? Yeah, they're in the right place. They did their research. Okay. They're not all next to each other. They're, like, on top of each other. What? Yes. I mean, they were very fake in this movie, but... It was correct. Cool. Uh, This is a fun fact in a new segment of fun facts called Fun Facts. That's a stretch. Fun Facts. That's a stretch. In the film The Scorpion King 2002, the main antagonist says The Assassin and the Sorceress. How romantic. Which was written as a nod to this film. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. That's a a real stretch, IMDb. (laughs) Yeah. No, that that sounds like it's just a line that had a similar thing. Yeah. Like, that, that just sounds like a fantasy trope. Like the assassin and the sorceress, like a oh yeah, that's 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 romantic. That just sounds like a line that someone would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. I, yeah, that's not that's not a fun fact. If they if they said the warrior and the sorceress, yes, because that's literally the name the title of the movie. But no, although in the context of this movie, he is more of an assassin. Well, not really, actually. Like he does assassinate that weird monster thing. Yeah, I guess so. He he sneaks about quite a bit. He does. So, anyway, assassiny. Uh, this film's got twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, based off a hundred user reviews. According to Box Office Mojo, this cost anywhere between six hundred thousand dollars and four million. I want to believe this didn't cost four million. I want to believe it did. <laughs> I mean, that does make it very funny. Yeah. I don't know. I think this might have cost maybe one and a half, maybe two. Mm. I can't argue. Look, I I have no clue. I actually have no clue what this would have cost. They have a lot of cool set design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like the giant carriage thing and like the castle areas. Uh, like they reused a lot, and it was very closed in. Yes. Like you could tell that they were making the best of what they had when they did like a zoom out shot, and it was very like here's a wall that like cuts off half the scene. So it looks like there could be a big area here, but it wasn't, because they would had a small set. Yeah. To give you an idea of the set, there's a well, and then there's two castles on either side of the well, and the castles are the, the same castle inside, because they just reused the inside. Yeah, yeah, the they set. just reused the inside. And there's also one shot of, like, a hill. That's at the start, where they just are outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's make a shot out here, so we can... Look like he's traveling. It felt it's... like it was. It, it felt like it was filmed at a theme park, like a medieval theme park. Yeah, I. It was really claustrophobic. Yeah, in the outside areas, actually, I will say that because it felt like I didn't get the impression there was two castles. I felt like their walls were like touching almost. Uh, so, what do you think it made? Half a mil. Made actually quite a bit more than that. Oh, uh, 15 mil. Oh, no, a lot less than that. <laughs> Five mil. Uh, still a little less than that. Oof. Okay, three mil? Yeah, three mil. Oof. <laughs> that's, yeah. just, that's still very good for a movie we- of this quality. 
Which uh, I will say, I hope it costs a full mil. <laughs> I agree. Uh, uh, a amount. No, I hope they made a little money on it. So we know that the, that this movie is set in space because the opening what? shot is... Uh, it's set in space? Desert and there's two suns. Yeah, it's set on another planet. What? Yeah, it's not set on Earth. That was... I missed that bit entirely. Because <laughs> there's two suns. There's just like two suns oh, in this right, desert. Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Could have had an extra sun added onto Earth. That's why it's so so hot and deserty. I liked how yeah the movie was like this is a sci-fi kind of because here's two suns and the music is like do 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 do. I like that. <laughs> that. That's the classic. Um, I like the font. Sandro, did you like the font? It was very Conan the Destroyer. Oh, absolutely. With those daggers as tees. Mm. Mm. I love those mm. daggery tees. They just slapped him in there. They really did. And it was yellow. They were some, some bright yellow. Love bright yellow. love me. Well, they weren't bright. It was more dark yellow. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the font was pretty good. I like the font. They spent a lot of money on that. I like the daggers with tees. Dagger tees. I like tea daggers. Dagger tees is a cool, cool touch. Bit of flair. Mm. And it's like, they weren't trying too hard with it. It was just the tees. They didn't do anything else. And that's that's good. So we see our main character. He's a wanderer. He's wandering around and he comes across the village with the well in the centre and then the, the two castles on either side. And mm. uh, After he's done some solid scrunching of his face into the distant double suns. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that was fun. I noted down the time signature, because as soon as he arrives in the village, we see our first bit of nudity. And it came yep. in at 2 minutes 40 seconds. Just if you're wondering, that's how long it took them to, yep. to do the first one. I think it's the sorceress, who's like, on a windowsill? Yeah, yeah. yeah on a windowsill, looking out, praying? Question mark? Uh, I, she that... just has her arms sort of open, and then the, the head of the guard comes up and is like, uh, nope. I don't know what her deal is. Yep. What she can do, but... She has powers. Good on her. She can make a sword, supposedly. <laughs> the only thing she does is she stares at a sword that supposedly is really strong. It breaks an anvil, so that's cool. But then it also doesn't break the other swords when he's fighting with it. It's just a regular yeah. sword when he's fighting with it. So it's like, what's the point of this magic So I don't know. We'll get to that. It, it was so stupid that it's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, there's a bunch of these guards that are guarding the well. Uh, and we should probably talk about the kings. So there's two kings. Mm. Well, well, barons. They're not really kings. Yeah, I guess barons. So I called them the Croc King and the Skull King. Well, the Skull King. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a real... <laughs> he was The one of them was clearly competent. The other one had to have their lizard friend tell them everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Croc King is an obese king with a lizard thing that he's probably banging. And then Skull King was a king with a lot of guards. Yep. But they're not kings. They're not kings either. (laughs) Yeah, they're like barons. I really liked, as you call Croc King, I would call him Snake. Snake Man King. It was a little bit more of a snake, yeah. Uh, Just because it had fangs, I thought. But it might not have. It might just be a crocodile creature. I don't know. The versions of the movie that we watched were very low quality, so we can't really Yeah, tell. it was hard to tell. <laughs> uh, Lizard Lizard King over here. Uh, I loved him. It was very funny. 
He was so bad, it was funny. Well, hello there. What do you want in my kingdom? (laughs) Mm, Outrageous! It was so funny. The first encounter... This is skipping ahead a bit. The first encounter we have with him, the the soldier guy's like, I killed all these guards. What will you pay to hire me? And he's like, we will pay you mm, this amount. (laughs) And then he's like, no, I want this amount. And it's like... Highway robbery! <laughs> yeah, he does say that. Yeah, robbery! And then he just mm. gives the gold. <laughs> He's such a... F- that actor was having so much fun. Oh, it was great. I loved every scene. Because he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go full full ham with this. Yeah. You know what? I always appreciate when an actor just goes full ham and just commits to just the ridiculous. He was good. So good. I liked the guy that played the slaver mm. orc as well, because there's another group of people that come in later, and they are a bunch of orcs who like to enslave the villagers in this town. And yeah. he's just, he's got the best laugh. He's just like, every like 10 <laughs> seconds. I am evil. Oh, he's so good. I am a slaver. Slavers have no friends. <laughs> yeah. That's a quote at the end. Uh, that is a quote. Oh boy, this movie. And then, uh, what's it face? The, we get the first appearance of uh, the priest guy? The the old the old man in the white old robes. Man. Yeah, he, old he's man. He's important for some reason, I think. He's, <laughs> he's, he's the father of the sorceress. Yes. And then they have a discussion. He's like, holy warrior, I noticed you had a sword. It, it is holy. Uh, so you must be a holy warrior. Are you come to free the villagers? And he's like, no. Nope. Uh, I'm just here to do business. Because I'm a gruff old, uh, old dude who doesn't care about you guys. Uh, I, want, I want my money. Anyway, our hero goes to fight the guards that are guarding the well so that the villagers can get some water. And we get, just to give you an idea of the level of incompetent uh, writing and acting that we're dealing with here. I wrote down just everything they said before they fight. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't. I didn't do that. I've only got uh, that one slaver. To I was just watching the film. There was so much crap going on, but I've only got that. We're slavers. We don't have friends. That was a good line from the end. Yeah, yeah. At the yeah. end, because I was like, oh, I need a quote. There weren't too many quotes per se but there was just like this I, I don't know this scene i thought was pretty funny so the holy warrior approaches the well scene the god is like who goes there another god is like what do you want <laughs> wow that other god was really haughty well the acting is like that level though <laughs> yeah it is it's really bad those actors particularly were bad there was because <laughs> At the end of the scene where he backs off, sorry, I'm skipping ahead of you now doing your thing. They just go ha 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 with the most fake laugh. They do terrible. Sorry, continue. Uh, Okay, so he approaches. Oh, look who's here! Yeah, what do you want? The warrior says, "I want water. If you want water, go and dig for it like everyone else." (laughs) Yeah. I never was much for digging. (laughs) And then the guard runs towards him saying, I'm going to cut you in half. Mm. 
<laughs> it's just yep. it's it's atrocious. It's so funny. The fighting itself is basically a bunch of middle-aged men playing with foam swords. I'm fine with that. I liked it. It was very funny. I, 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 yeah, like, I can't expect more from an 80s film. Apparently this movie had excessive violence. There's no blood, really. Yeah, uh, well, there is blood of that beast thing that you stab, and there's a person that drowns. Oh, yeah, the so... person that drowns was pretty, uh, yeah, that was... They might have just put that in for the person that drowns. Like, it's not violent, but, like, they didn't have something that covers... Someone drowns in this film. They didn't have the quite the the drowning person rating. Unlike us, where we can give this a drowning person a goodie. We can. Um, we can indeed. Uh, so yeah, he fights them all. I like how his finishing move is just hitting them in the stomach with his sword and they fall oh, yeah. over and die. <laughs> oh yeah, the first guy that runs at him. I remember watching it. The first guy just runs at him and he just sort of slices like backhands with his sword the back of the guy and the guy just collapses it's so funny it's very clearly done like nothing to that guy <laughs> like literally nothing because you don't see like a cut mm. or anything but the guy just falls over and i'm like oh yeah it's gonna be that sort of combat where yeah. he's just hitting people with a sword and they collapse exactly oh i also oh. i also loved and i hope you did, did as well the style of deaths from these actors where it's like that they get hit and they go stiff and then they fall over. Yeah, and they just collapse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. He just backhands, and as soon as the actor feels anything, they just go stiff, collapse. It's very funny. It's very, yes, very, it's very, very good. funny. It's a classic 80s fighting. Yeah, and the sound effects is just tink, 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 tink. Yeah, I liked the uh, the music. That's probably, yeah, the one competently made thing about this movie. It was all right, because you just put on generic fantasy music. Dumb. Yeah, exactly. So that was probably the easiest bit. So the villagers can now get water and they're all happy. Uh, there's, of course, a bunch of naked women dancing around the well, oh, um, yeah. spraying water on <laughs> no, them. No, 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 no. Not just that. So the the villagers come in and then th- three women decide to hop on the well and start pole dancing <laughs> on the freaking well poles. <laughs> <laughs> of course, as you do. As you do. The, the like... hottest looking woman in the village know their role. I love I love how they're like, ah, oh, the water is so precious. Let's just pour it on ourselves as we're dancing. <laughs> like, I mean, absolutely. Well, it's a well full of water. It is they're a well full of water. rich with water. You might as well. Uh, and then the soldiers, they just retake the well after that. They're like, yeah, we got the well again. And then they say something, but I don't know what they say because the mixing's awful. And um, Yeah, I didn't hear it either. I didn't care. I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, no, but... Oh, no, 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 no. It's the... Like, the... the, the What I called the Croc King, the Baron with the, the lizard. He gets his two helper friends oh, God. to go after the warrior. They are the worst. So there's these two villagers that are like working for the 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 lizard king the croc king they're hunchbacked and scurry around and they're always like laughing or giggling (laughs) (laughs) we want to help you yep and their noses then they've got these massive fake noses (laughs) they've got this terrible like makeup to make them look really ugly um, but they're like, hey, we, we, you've been invited by the the the, the Baron, the Croc King, whatever the fuck his name is. 
he's invited you to come and and speak with him. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, they were they were awful. Oh, I think oh they, god. Do, do they die? I don't think they do. I don't know. Uh, they they are co- a constant in this movie, which annoyed me because they were the worst. They were really they were definitely bad. the worst. But they like scavenge around. They they're working for water, I think. Yeah, and they just scavenge around. I think they might die, but I honestly don't remember because who I don't gives know. a crap? They're they're the worst. They're the worst. Yeah, they're definitely the worst. So he goes. He goes and sees the croc king and he's lounging on his throne surrounded by his beautiful mm. har- har- harem yep there's some girls and there's the crocodile the lizard thing mm. i liked the voice for the lizard as well it was like well yeah it was a muppet it was a, it, it was, was a just a muppet it was very good like i'm pretty sure i've seen this puppet in the like Muppet show at some point in the yeah. Background. There's a Muppet that looks like this in the Muppets. It's, it's got the uh, it's got the long hair. Going yeah, down either I, don't side. Know. I think it was in the movie we did. I don't know, but yeah, uh, there is definitely a Muppet that looks like this, hundred percent. So um, the uh, the uh, a lizard baron guy he hires the warrior to go and kill the Skull King, the king in the other. Uh, in the other castle, and the warrior's like, all right, you gotta pay me. It's that scene from before where they go back and forth and barter between how much yeah, he's gonna get. Yeah. I like the bartering of the movie. It's been a bit of fun, bit of fun bartering, and he's like, I'll pay you 20 galleons. Yeah, what did they, they call the money something really funny. I, I don't know. Tresselins. Tresselons. Tresselins. Yeah, know. like, they just used a generic name for them. And, like, those sort of, like, fantasy gar- jargon, I love. I love it when they do that, but I will not remember it. No, never. Um, Absolutely never. What is it? A trestle? Maybe? I'm just going to call them galleons, because it's funny if we use Harry Potter currency. He's like, 20 galleons. And he's like, 100 galleons. And they say, Highway Robbery! It's <laughs> great. And then he just tosses him the galleons, and he's like, sweet. I love that the warrior just goes back and forth between these two and just gets so much money from them. <laughs> he gets so much money. It, it, it doesn't show it, but he should be carrying that around. Where does he put it? Uh, with the old man, probably. Yeah, but like he gets so much money. Yeah. I don't understand. So he gets the money and then he leaves and immediately, immediately the lizard talks to the Baron and is like, oh, you're going to kill him. And the Baron's like, yes, as soon as he kills the Skull King, I will kill the warrior and all will be well. So, Sandra, you did that scene wrong. You say, you said, I hope the warrior isn't listening to the fact that I'm going to betray him. Just, just, just letting you know. That's exactly what happens. That's that's how the scene goes because he, that it's so loud. They make him so loud for that scene, which is very funny. And the warrior's like, "Hmm, I think he might want to kill me." <laughs> yes. Uh, which leads into one of my favorite scenes uh, later on. But anyway, yes, later on because there's so many funny scenes at this point. Yes. So we, we can... Which is why I'm enjoying this film. I'm genuinely enjoying this film, how bad it is. It's so bad it's good, for sure. Yeah, it, it is It is there, I think. It is at that point. Oh, man. So we cut to the Skull King, and he's stroking his sword. Mm. 
Um, and then the naked that, sorceress. That, that's not a euphemism. He's, <laughs> no, he's, yes. he's, he's literally, he does this a lot. He, he, he's very obsessed with getting the, what's the sword called? Uh, the magic, her magic mythal... MacGuffin sword. The, the MacGuffin sword. The MacGuffin sword. He's, he wants the MacGuffin sword. And, uh, so the reason he's captured the sorceress is because she can make the MacGuffin sword. Yes. But she refuses to make it for him for obvious reasons that he's an evil skull baron. Yes. Um, so he's constantly making her make a sword and she's constantly not making yeah, she's the just right making sword. garbage swords. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, there's a ritual you do. To test that it's the correct sword, which is to try and cut an anvil in half. Which I guess makes sense. If your sword can cut an anvil in half, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. So he does a little bit of sword stroking. Yep. Not not what you're thinking. Well, it it almost is because the sorceress is there and she's completely naked. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> and he's just... Yeah. He does a bit of sword stroking in front of a naked lady. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then uh, tr- tries to cut an anvil in half, but fails. Yep. And she's like, ha ha, get wrecked, loser. And he's like, ah, why didn't you do the right sword? I'm angry with you, but I'm not going to do anything to you. You have suffered no consequences from betraying me again. <laughs> Lock her in the, the the dungeon where she lives, yeah, apparently. Yeah, although I think he does eventually just try and kill her. Uh... Like, he locks her in the dungeon with the monster. Yeah, with the monster She's meant thing. to kill her. The Yeah, the two kings meet with their large armies, and they're about to fight, but then the warrior's like, I'm not going to fight for anyone who wants to kill me. Because the Lizard King wants to kill him. Oh, yeah, I love this. I love this scene. Because it's like the fight at dawn, everyone's facing off, and he's just... The, the, the Lizard King's like, go get him! <laughs> <laughs> just like, he's sending this one dude to just fight for him. Mm. And then he's like, nope. And the, the, the Skull King's like... Ha-ha! <laughs> Which was the best. <laughs> the face he makes, he's like that, ah, uh, you got him. Yeah, that was uh, very He's like that, ah. Uh, and ha-ha. then, the moment that I genuinely laughed a lot at, the mm. two armies just, like, play chicken with each other. Yes! <laughs> it's so good! <laughs> They're just like, ah! And the other army's like, ah! And they just sort of stand off screaming at each other. <laughs> Why aren't they fighting? I don't I don't know. <laughs> and then they and then they're about to fight, but then the two kings, I guess they used to be friends because they're like, let's just have a truce. And he's like, alright, buddy, I'll shake your hand on that. Good on you. It's like what? Then the slaver king rocks up and is like, ha ha, give me some slaves. I'm gonna slave your villagers. Hmm. And so uh the lizard baron poisons the water that he gives to the slavers and Mm. frames Skull King for it Mm. so that when all of the Slave King's men die, he's like, I will avenge you. Who did this? Skull King. I'm going to go kill Skull King. Yes. Except if the main bad guy had also drank the water, he would also have died. Yeah, I don't know how everyone died but him. Was he just not thirsty in, in this moment? Probably. I think he was just not thirsty. Uh, the movie doesn't explain... Although, I think it wouldn't have mattered. It's like, either way, the slavers die. Mm. If they don't all die, they'll blame Skull King. And the warrior, he oversees 
this happening, he's like spying on the slaves and sees them die, and he's like, "Ha! Yes. Ah, I'm going to go tell Skull King that he's been framed." And the worst thing in the movie happens here. What's this? Well, you see, uh, the village guy. Hey, it's Outswing. <laughs> We're crawling around. Oh, look, free water! Yeah. They go over to drink the water, and then the warrior guy stops them. These two could have died. We would have right. rid of them. That is the worst part of the movie. Yeah. yeah, and but no, the warrior comes and steps in, and they're like, "Ah, the warrior! You can have this water. Run away! Run mm. away!" They they run off, even though the warrior's the, the water's poisoned. So yeah, the warrior doesn't want it. Yeah. God damn it! Those two could have died. Oh well, I don't think we see him again though. Uh, so, yeah, the, the warrior goes and tells Skull King that he's been framed for killing the slavers and poisoning their water, and the Skull King's like, you're my friend now, stay in my castle. So the warrior's like, cool, I'm gonna sneak around for a bit, try and find the sorceress. He mm. finds her chained up, lets her go, fights a bunch of guards. I, in particular, loved the moment where he very slowly pushed a guy off a slight case of stairs maybe three feet and the guy just died from that fall (laughs) so that was very funny well as as everything uh you know does because you you if you as you know if you hit someone once they just instantly die instantly die that's a fact yeah and three stairs perhaps the most dangerous number of stairs yes that's that's the perfect number anything more than that the person will just explode on impact exactly anything less than that they won't die Exactly. So, yeah. so he saves uh, the sorceress. There's a lot of long shots of her um, climbing down off the wall. It lingers on her because she's naked. Mm. And then the warrior yep. is like, I'm going to go sneak into Lizard Baron's castle, knock out the lizard, sell Lizard to Skull King, make some money. He's sneaking around the freaking lizard's place, just finds the lizard, knocks him out, and then the Skull King... Pops in, because he's also thinking about it. He's like, oh, how fortuitous. Mm. And then he's like, oh, what do you want for the the lizard? And then the witch, the, the I was about to say witcher. Uh, <laughs> the warrior's like, oh, uh, like, what? The, 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 the coincidence of the seat is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Because it's like, they just coincidentally bump into each other just at the time after he's knocked out. And then the... The Skull King's like, oh, are you capturing that? Let me buy that. And the warrior's like, oh, yeah, sure, I captured this. I didn't knock it out so I could sneak past. Yeah, I'll take a a thousand galleons for it. Here you go. And he's like, deal. And then I guess he he sells the sorceress to the Mm. Croc King, I guess. I guess. Because the next day they're going to trade them both. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't somehow know the... <laughs> the the Croc King gets a hold of the sorceress. Yeah, somehow we don't see it. I guess it's yeah. I guess he must have know. sold her to him because just to make more money. Because why not? Just make all that cash. Yeah, just make all that cash, dude. So yeah, the, then they make the trade. Now they've both got them. So it was completely it, it was completely pointless. It was there to just to just mm. boost out the runtime. Really? There's no reason why. I don't. Yeah, there's literally no reason for these things. So, what... what? Uh, 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 okay, so then he goes back to the Skull King's castle, mm. 
and is like, I'm here, I'm gonna sell you my sword, I'm gonna fight for you. And so Skull King's like, excellent, let's watch a woman drown in a tank. Yep. So we do that for a minute. Entertainment. Mm, I love it when naked women drown as well. Mm, yes. That happens. Yep. We see that. Uh, there's a quote where he's like, hmm, this village dies from lack of water, but this lovely creature dies because of an abundance. Ah, ironic. Yes. So yeah, now he's working for Skull King, I guess, and the first thing he does is he goes and saves the sorceress again. Yep. Although this this time, uh, the head of the guard's like, don't trust him. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you trust this guy at this point? He's clearly... Not trustworthy, like he just betrayed the other guy. Yeah. The Skull King's like, shut the fuck up. What are you fucking talking <laughs> yeah, about? This exactly guy's hella cool. So the first the first thing Mr. Holy Warrior does is he goes down to the room where the sorceress is being kept. He sneakily puts his head through the door, sees she's in there, and tells the guard guarding the door that she's escaped. So the guard runs away. Being like, oh, she's escaped. I need to go and get help. So that's very smart. That's probably the first smart thing the warrior does in the movie, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I like the whole, like, bamboozle the guard by telling the guard that she's escaped. But uh, the, the later on, uh, this is skipping ahead a bit, the head of the guard's like, I'm suspicious. So he talks to the guard, and for some reason, he asks the guard if he actually saw her not there. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that's something you would ask the guard. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, of course, no. And so immediately, the guard captain goes, aha, I knew it. It must, that's insurmountable proof that the warrior's not on our side. Where, if you imagine the scenario that she did escape, and he was like, she's escaped, then the warrior would still be on their side. The warrior could yeah, just as yeah. easily still been on their side. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But he takes it as insurmountable proof that the warrior's not on their side. That is true. And the Skull King takes it as insurmountable proof. Where it's clearly not insurmountable proof. Yeah. The lady could have just easily escaped. That's all happening while the warrior is cutting her loose and then he's got to fight the Protector, which is a squid tentacle beast. Yep. Uh... It- it has tentacles and a big mouth of teeth, and he just stabs it. Yeah, wow. so the fight is... The fight is he gets wrapped up in tentacles and dragged along the floor, and then we just cut to his sword in the creature's head? Yep, and then he just does... No, he does a stab motion first. He does he do a slight stab motion, yeah, of course, of course. And then cut to the stab. That's great. A yep. good job, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's not exactly the most exciting... No. battle with a monster that can fight 20 men apparently question yeah. mark now we've got the sorceress running around the village wearing nothing but an armband uh and she's like i need to go to the old man i, I need to see my dad where's my dad um so that, that's happening while the holy warrior is being chased by guards yep oh no he's not no 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 they think he's on their side. Yes. They're searching around for the sorceress. Except now the Skull King has suspicions about the warrior because of the stuff the guard said. The Skull King's like, hmm, maybe I need a f- to to try and assassinate him. Yeah. Something. I will get... <clears throat> the best assassin I know. <laughs> a woman with the four breasts and also she has a, a venom tail? Yeah, so we see <laughs> a scene where they're all... 
So after they've they've searched for the sorceress, they've, yeah. they've finished it up. They're they're chilling in the hall, having a great time. There's some great entertainment, like the main guard throwing a dagger at a servant and killing him. <laughs> Very funny. Very good. Huzzah! 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 That that was that was amazing. He just throws a bit of meat, waits for like one of the servants to run for it, and he's like, "Ha ha, you're the loser!" And he throws a dagger and kills the servant. And then he's like, "Ha ha ha!" And everyone's like, "Ha ha ha!" And then they swarm him to yep. try and get the meat. That was very funny. I, I just did like that. And then yeah, we get the <laughs> the dancer scene. So then we have like a stripper dance with a a multi boobed lady. Uh, very, very sexy as she strips down, yep. and then she tries to be sexy at the 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 warrior, and he's like, "Oh, I'm having none of this." And then uh, a like tentacle venom thing shoots out of her stomach and penetrates the warrior. Yeah, and he's like, so "I'm saying oh. she penetrates the warrior." This is the kinkiest scene. Uh, and then he chokes her to death. Yes, and while he's he's. Uh, dying, he chokes her to death. So he manages to kill her, but he's still poisoned, so he collapses. Yeah, he collapses and then spends the next ten minutes just crawling around on the ground, which is how we know he's poisoned, because he's just crawling. Yep. Which was good. So he gets beat up and then put in jail. Yep. But then he immediately escapes by movie magic. No, he escapes by the best strategy, which is to just climb up a wall, hang in the rafters, <laughs> and when the guard, the main guard guy comes to check, he's like, oh my god, he's escaped! <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Um, yeah, that was good. And then, and then he just crawls out of the castle, we get a lot of shots of his inner thighs, he's just crawling around, and we're like, oh, yep. those are some... Meaty thighs. Yeah, his yeah. costume is like a robe. Uh, but it has cuts for, like, obviously move movability. You yeah. don't want your robe to get in the way of your legs. Yeah. But it does have the added effect of a lot of thigh. Mm. You're going to see that man thigh. Mmm. Mm. Give me some of that man thigh. Oh, yeah. And he's crawling around because he's still drugged and beat up. He manages to crawl his way while they're all searching for him, by the way. Yeah, everyone's looking for him. Like, literally, they're on high alert to search for him. They're searching everywhere, but the man just crawling out of his cage <laughs> and slowly crawling to the courtyard. So yeah, he's escaped. He he goes to the sorceress. Then we cut to the next day. Uh, the two barons are facing off against each other because they're annoyed about the well. Uh, but uh, we see the warrior. He wakes up, and in front of him is the, the sword. And the sorceress is like, pick it up! He's like, what? what yeah, the it's the one thing happening? she says in this movie pretty much is, pick up the sword, you dum-dum. And this, like, she's just like, pick it up, and he's still groggy from, you know, being poisoned mm-hmm. and all that, but she's like, pick it up, and he's like, oh, sure, he picks it up, and then he's like, it's too light. And then she's like, strike the anvil! And he's like, oh, okay. And she, she, he strikes it, and it cleanly cuts in two. Cleanly cuts the anvil in half. And he's like, yep. this is a bloody good sword. This is a bloody, yeah. this is good, bloody good sword right here. Oh, I'm going to go kill myself a couple of barons. Yeah. And so the barons are facing off. The barons, do they start fighting? No. No, they're about to start fighting, but then they're like, we'll have a truce. But this time, the friendship's over because Skull stabs his old friend. Yeah. 
and we're like, <gasps> he betrayed him. Oh my God. The bad guy betrayed the guy that he's trying to kill this whole time. The poor lizard man is dead now. Uh, meanwhile, the warrior isn't there yet. No. Um, he's, I think he's, I don't know what he's doing, actually. We, we, we don't see him for a while. He's currently uh, polishing his sword with the sorceress or something. Something like that, yeah. While the warrior's doing nothing, uh, the Slaver King shows up and the, the Skull King's like, Ah, yes, Slaver King, help me kill all these peasants. And so they do that. And the Skull King's like, Thank you, Slaver Man, for helping me kill all these villagers. And then the Slaver Man just kills him. <laughs> yep. And he's like, What? I thought we were friends, Slaver Man. And the Slaver Man goes, We're slavers. We have no friends. <laughs> great. I love that moment. That was so funny. Yes, it was amazing. And uh... this, this is where, for some godforsaken reason, this is where the warrior shows up. Maybe he was just far away. I don't know. I don't know. He Well, he very, he very slowly walks over to where they are. Yeah. Pausing for dramatic effect when yeah. a a mist of of yeah. ash g- goes across the the, the, the village, mm. so he can stand there in the ash. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, he very slowly walks up. He's got the sword and this magic sword that somehow cut an anvil in half uh, is just a regular sword when he's fighting with other guys because it, it does it doesn't break their sword when they clang. It just, yeah, it just I, I thought we were going to see at least one sword break. Yeah, no. Like he cuts a sword, but no, it's just a regular sword. It's almost like they had to use this scene in another movie without the context of the magic sword, so they were just like, I oh, will just not make the sword break swords. He fights some dudes, then accidentally loses the magic sword. He drops it? He drops it, <laughs> and then the the guard manages to find it and is like, oh, magic sword. Magic sword. Mm. He does that face. Yeah. He doesn't say any of that, but he does that, oh. Good, he's probably the best actor in the movie. Yeah, honestly, guy. he is. He's the most <laughs> sane person, to be honest. Yeah. Because he's oh, like, no. don't trust this dude. Yeah. Honestly, I was hoping the warrior would die. But anyway, they fight and... The magic sword loses to a regular sword. Yeah, because he punches him a lot in the stomach. Yep. And then the guy, he drops the sword. I, I was, I thought he was going to, like grab the magic like somehow disarm him grab the magic sword and kill him with the magic sword no but he just beats him he just beats him up in a fight and then oh i wrote down the note why is there string hanging off his sword because there's this scene where the guard has the magic sword and there's just like this clump of string hanging off it i don't know if it was meant to be like blood or something but i think maybe there was a scene that was cut where he cut his bonds or something maybe maybe maybe. i don't know but there's a string on the sword and i'm like what the heck is that doing there Uh, he kills them and frees the villagers and they all like celebrate as he yep and then it cuts to the next scene where they celebrate him walking away the classic like he's a wanderer he must leave and then the old village comes out to clap him yeah them all view him away i can't remember something like that and the sorceress says to holy victory as they're clapping yep and and it ends with two minutes of credits yep i didn't watch the credits good lord no i stuck around because i was like what did i watch then (laughs) what was that you were still in shock i was just under all what was happening and then yeah it wraps up and that is the warrior and the sorceress 
Mm. Um, look, 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 it's bad. It's so bad it's good in a lot of places that I thoroughly enjoyed it. You enjoyed this more than me. Like, it's definitely one I'd like to enjoy a couple of drinks at a party in the background where I can go do other things while it's doing the boring scenes. Yeah. But, like, it's definitely so bad it's good. But the thing is, like... I I think I've seen a lot more movies in this ilk than you, and this one in particular wasn't as ridiculous as a lot of the ones that I have seen like this. Because um, they, they don't commit. A lot of the things don't commit to the, the absurdity. Unlike the villains, who I feel like commit to the absurdity yeah. quite well. Yeah, definitely. They were definitely uh, but... the best part of the movie. The mm. slaver, the a Skull King, and especially the Croc King. Oh, the Croc definitely. King was definitely the best. Like, yeah. just going full ham, like, bad. Yeah, I think that mm. this film is definitely in the so bad it's good category. It was very funny, and I mm. laughed a lot. It's it's not the it's not the best so bad it's good. No, like, but I, I think maybe it is a better so bad it's good film than Murder Rock, because there was a lot of Murder Rock that was just painful, because the mixing and the songs mm. were awful. I think yeah. this is, and also this is like an hour and 15 minutes. But I think this film is just uh, more enjoyable to watch because it doesn't hurt your ears every five minutes. Uh, so, mm. yeah, it's an oldie, but also, I don't know, it's fun. <laughs> watch it if you want. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely, like, it's one of those rare cases where it's definitely an oldie, but I would recommend it to certain people. Yeah, I agree in terms of, like, recommending this to certain people 100%, although the drowning scene... <laughs> yeah, is really dark. <laughs> That's like, Like, whoa. so... It goes from light-hearted fantasy to a super dark moment in the film. It's obviously meant to make the bad guy look like a bad guy, but still. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then there's also the director being a bit creepy with certain costume choices. All the female characters just having their boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is the movie. Two oldies from us, but, yep. you know, it's probably so oldie it's goody. It's definitely something not appropriate nowadays, but it's... Like, if you go past the creepiness, it's funny. It's very funny how bad it is. There weren't any sequels to this movie, obviously. Thank Um, God. So we have got to correct that and pitch our own sequels. What is your sequel idea? Well, imagine a a fantasy world with uh, the two stuns, Desity, Mm. and and just the movie we just watched. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we we follow... uh, Dumb, dumbass face uh, with his new magic sword out of the, the castle going through the deserts. He comes to a land that's not sparse of water. It's actually got lots lots of water. It's screen. It's like a regular regular country. He, uh, he sets sail. I would say. Yeah, yeah. He sets sail across the oceans to a, 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 a different land. This one not barren of water. Not like a dune situation over there. It's yep. just like a regular... But there's a catch. Mm. See, the fact that there's all this water and stuff, you know, there's swamps and other things, there's monsters. Ooh. Terrible monsters roam these lands. So he's he's got to fight all these monstery boys. And eventually people take notice and they're like, hey, you're murdering all these monsters. Thank Mm. you. Here, I'll give you some gold. And he's like, oh, I can make some money off this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he starts uh, hiring himself out to people 
to slay these monsters. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you so far, but I think he's yep. got a bit of an image problem. I think he may need to dye his hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his hair's terrible. He's going bald. Yeah. Yeah. So he needs yeah. to do something with it. Uh, I say, yeah, he just bleaches his hair or something. All right. Cool. cool, cool. Um, but to deal with some of these monsters. He like he fights some of these monsters, but these monsters are, are, are far harder to fight than you know that tentacle monster thing, which was super easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to develop some new sort of fighting techniques. So what he does is he he takes these these drugs that he finds these these drugs that he knows of that the sorcerer told him about or okay. something yeah, that yeah. Uh, enhance his abilities, allow him to use certain magics. That these uh, sorcerers sort of use. Mm. This uh, magic sword turns out it's just it's just a, a a silver sword. Right. It's just a it's just a silver sword. Okay. Which is why it has all these magical properties and it works really well on monsters, which mm. most other people don't know. Mm. So they're using regular swords, getting wrecked by monsters, but he's not. And he's like, ah, it's the silver in this weapon. He's also causing a ruckus in places, you know, yeah. coming in, betraying people getting all their money and banging their ladies, you know? Yeah, because they, of course, find him quite bewitching as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He decides to start an organisation. Okay, okay. They're called the Witch. Oh! <laughs> yeah. All right, my sequel. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to set the scene for you. I'm ready. It's the desert. Mm-hmm. It's dry. It's hot. Fuck. The two suns are blaring down mm-hmm. you can feel the heat you know it's quite it's quite bright mm-hmm. there are lens flares on the suns as well just to add oh, to that there's extra so heat. much lens flare oh it's right scorching now. it's scorching absolutely the opening credits see it. the opening credits come on mm. david carradine the warrior and the sorceress too mm. all the other actors names come on come on directed by this guy written by this guy goes on and the music is so epic mm. swelling there's trumpets and a voiceover comes on and recaps who the warrior is you know he was the holy warrior the last of the holy warriors traveling from village to village getting money but also saving the day like you know what's going on you know what's going on it's really set in the scene we cut to him walking across the desert with his sword, he's squinting, and he's like, oh, things are really, things are really happening. And then, and then, yes. from the ground, a giant worm appears, and he's like, oh. I've got to fight the worm. Then the worm eats him in the movie ends. Yay! Um, no, 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 no. I think that's the start of the movie. And then someone else finds a sword, and we just have a new main character, which is just not him. He yeah. just dies by a worm. All right, Raven re- reviews. Did you manage to find any? Uh, I have one. Okay. Uh, and it's not from Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. I'm just going to read it out, and then you can have a guess. <clears throat> this is titled Boob Fest <laughs> by... Hemi over Rex. It's more of an actual review, but it is called Boob Fest, which I thought was marginally amusing. All right. Would you believe it? Sword and sorcery. Yes, indeed. It's actually rather entertaining stuff to boot, in fact. David stars as a mysterious mono-symbolic sword-wielding warrior. Uh... Try repeating repeating that when you're drunk. (laughs) Who arrives at a town run by two warring factions who subsequently proceed to 
countersell his fighting prowess to each side in turn, while simultaneously playing them both off against one another. Yep. Containing some nicely implemented swordplay. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, I added a wink, wink there. Oh. Um, choreographed by my fellow star in this, and always fun to watch, Anthony D. Longis. My fellow star? Yes, apparently. Wait, he's in the uh, movie? This guy that wrote the review? Uh, no. Uh, I think it's just someone he knows. Oh, okay. A fair quota of breasts, including one woman who bears four. Yes, four of them. <laughs> Brackets, explanation mark, bracket. Mm. And even a rubbery tentacle monster. Mm. Mm. This proves to be a highly satisfying watch if you're into the mood for the like. <laughs> what do you think out of ten with no point fives? Just out of no ten. No point fives. It's out of ten as well. This is a tough one though, because it was a very positive review. Mm. But also but it's this movie. It's this movie. I'm gonna say this person gave it a four. It's a six out of ten. Oh my god, it's a really positive review. For me- Hemover Rex. Hate that. It was from IMDb. So there you go. All right, that's the movie. Yep. And thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please check out Sandro's other podcast, Nerd Out. Yay! It's a fun one. They're doing things. What are you doing, Sandro? Uh, two episodes a week now. One the consumed with Reese. One main show with Robin Jen. On the main show, we reviewed Bill and Ted Three. So that was fun. Ooh, how was that one? Did you do you, you have a sneak peek? A little 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 thing you can tell us. All right, here's a hot take for you. A sneaky hot take. It was, mm-hmm. it was good. It was a good movie. I really liked it. Ooh, it was really fun. Interesting. Check that out if you want. Yeah, there's a link to that in the description. Also links to our YouTubes and our Facebooks and our Instagrams in the description as well if you want to check those out and send us a message and let us know what you think about The Warrior and the Sorceress. Yeah. Or what you think about it based off what we said because maybe don't watch it unless you really want to. Anyway, Sandro, you've got to pick next 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 week's film that y- we're doing. Y- yay. Hopefully, it'll be just as good as this film. Uh... uh <laughs> We have two choices. Okay. We have Armadeus, okay. a fictional biopic about Mozart. Oh. Yeah, sounds pretty interesting. Mozart, do you say? The musical genius. The Mozart, not the other one. No, the other Mozart, um, he's, a, he's a dick. He's garbage. Yeah, fuck that dude. Uh, and then we have a soldier's story. Ooh. A black officer is sent to investigate the murder of a black sergeant in... Uh, Louisiana, near the end of World War Two. Oh, that also sounds interesting. Yes, my cat is meowing at my door. <laughs> I'm just like, do I let her in? Pick, pick one. Hurry pick up! The movie. A soldier's story does sound pretty interesting, but I've always been meaning to watch Armadeus because it is considered to be excellent stuff. So, I think it, it would be remiss of me, if you will, to not pick Armadeus. I would be a dum-dum. I would be called out on the internet for being a stupid poopy head if I did not pick Armadeus. So I'm going to pick Armadeus. Now it's time to end with the best quote from the movie. Mine, of Mm -hmm. course, is... I want water. Well, if you want water, go digging for it like everyone else. And then the great action hero line, just to wrap it all up. Yeah, I was never much for digging. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what? We're slavers! We don't have friends!
I think he's saying that because all his friends were murdered by the poison water. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he just needs a good friend. Yeah, no, he's really desperate, and then he just, he just, all his friends just die. He even murdered his friend right here. He's just, he can't help himself. Poor it's guy. Just a slave life. He needs some therapy. Sad. He needs some therapy. Yeah. Fantasy alien therapy. The best kind of therapy. It involves tits. <laughs> Lots it of them. <laughs> 